I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling On Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, it's uh, Wednesday, and of course, Wednesday, we're doing What Was I Thinking? So today, uh, you know, we're going to expand a little bit on what was I thinking into uh, ideas of what were they thinking, what are we thinking, you know, just kind of looking at the things we do as a a human race and not looking so serious from a... uh, from a diagnosis end of things. So we're just going to talk about some fun things. What were we thinking? What were they thinking? Uh, just taking a look at uh, things that we do that, uh, uh, you know, why do we do it and kind of normalize with each other a little bit. So we're, today we're going to be talking about a few things. Uh, one thing we're going to talk about is thank yous. Uh, you know, the use of thank yous and why and where do we use those. And there's some uh, funny things that go on there. And then also we're going to talk about favorite things. Uh, favorite things comes from a, a conversation I had with somebody where uh, we do some self-esteem building exercises, and uh, one of those is is this idea of dare to wonder. And and I tell you what, uh, in that uh, dare to wonder, we uh, found out some pretty interesting things that make uh, make me think. You know, what are we thinking? So there's that. Uh, so we'll cover that, and then also I had one other, and I'm not quite sure where I put that. Oh yes, group behavior. Group behavior is is awesome. It's fun, and it makes us look pretty foolish. So we'll talk about that as well. So the first one, let's talk about thank yous. So uh, when I was a kid, uh, one of the things that my parents told me, I had to get a lot of shots as a kid, uh, either blood draws or whatever, um, shots because of allergies, things like that. And one of the things my parents uh, said to me is they said, you know, whenever you got shots or blood draws, you would always look at the nurse and say thank you. And that got me thinking, what are we doing why Why are we saying thank you? Have you ever done that? Have you ever been in a place where you're like, okay, um, you get bad news from the doctor, right? The doctor says uh, you're eating too much and you lose 20 pounds and you thank him for it, for his advice. Why are we doing that? Is it is it something that we're brought up with? What's going on there? So we're going to talk about thank yous in terms of kind of funny things we do. So I was thinking about situations where we get bad news. We find out that our credit isn't good enough, but we find ourselves saying thank you. So one of the things that I want you to do is think about, okay, you know, just yourself in kind of that funny situation. It's like, why did I do that? And it's it's pretty common. I think thank yous, for example, are, are bred into us pretty well. From the time we're born, we're, we're told to say thank you, especially to to people that uh, we deem, you know, an authority. And maybe that's why we do that, uh, right, with, with doctors and so forth. 
So the idea is thanking someone on uh, the uh, the other end of bad news. That's like uh, thanking a, a police officer, right? Uh, have you ever thanked a police officer for pulling you over and giving you a ticket? Well, you know what's that all about, right? The idea is, and maybe you thank them, right, if they uh, if they let you go free. But uh, we, it's just a little funny behavior we do where we thank somebody when they give us bad news or we thank them for something that uh, is expected or we thank them for something that uh, really isn't uh, think worthy. So think about that. That's just a funny behavior. A lot of times with depression and so forth, we think, what's wrong with me? You know, I think people in stupid situations, well, we all do. We, uh, we leave uh, feeling like we need to thank somebody uh, like a doctor or whoever um, whether they give us bad news or not, right? They're, they tell you that uh, you need brain surgery, you're going to die, and we thank them for the information. So that's kind of a funny take on human behavior. Now, this next one is favorite things. So what we're talking about with favorite things is we're talking about childhood. And when the ch- what, I don't know what we're thinking. When With childhood, we are taught that uh, we can like things, but we need to have favorite things. And I'm not sure. I'm kind of confused by that. What are we thinking as a society, right? We, we're brought up saying, okay, what do you like? What's your favorite food? It's not enough to know what you like. You have to know your favorite, right? Then you're ready with those questions. You're ready with these questions because the adult world is going to say, hey, little Johnny, what's your favorite color? Okay, now that's that's cool and that's fun and you, you help identify uh, each other and, uh, you know, find uh, kinship with people that have similar favorites, but it's kind of interesting. Have you ever been in a place where somebody says, what's your favorite food? And you're like, you know, I don't know. I kind of like anything. If you don't have a favorite, then you get in trouble, right? They're like, ah, come on. You're supposed to have a favorite. Everybody has a favorite. So you say pizza and what happens? Okay. That's not supposed to be your favorite. They say pizza. Okay. So what is it? Okay. You're supposed to have a favorite. You relinquish and say, here's my favorite. And then uh, society teaches you that they have the right to say, hey, what, that's your favorite. I can't believe that's your favorite color. Whose favorite color is orange? Okay, it's kind of a weird dynamic. And as a matter of fact, on a serious side of things, um, we're we're taught uh, to kind of be careful of what we say because our favorites may not be things that we value, may not be of value to other people. So imagine yourself in those situations of favorites. It's kind of a trick. It's kind of uh, backwards. It's kind of confusing. So the idea is not only are you supposed to like things, you're supposed to have your favorite movie locked and ready to go, only to hear that that favorite doesn't match up with somebody else's, and you're going to be questioned by that favorite. Not quite sure what we do there, and it kind of kind of uh, sets us up to uh, for confusion, sets us up to kind of feel awkward. And along with the favorite, uh, one of the things that comes to mind for me is, you know, when you're a a child, right? And as a child, we say um, moms and dads, teachers and so forth, they do like a spotlight thing, right? And they say, okay, little Johnny, what do you want to be when you grow up, right? And as parents, right, Everybody, what are, what do we say when we want to grow up? We want to be a doctor. We want to be a firefighter. We want to be a police officer. And it's kind of interesting because every mom, every dad is so proud of the uniqueness of what their child shares. They, they're so excited. They tell the story. They put it on Instagram. They're so proud of their boy that wants to be a doctor, right? If we stop and listen, what do we hear? We hear teacher, doctor, police officer, those types of things. And it's kind of, you know, my thought was that's kind of interesting because what is a kid supposed to say, right? We are talking about very specific things and we're asking them as if they've had time to do some comparisons, right? So if I'm a kid and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm asked what I want to do when I grow up. 
right? As a kid, I'm thinking, well, uh, proctologist? No, gynecologist. No, you know what? I think um, maybe a ballerina. I tried that for a little bit, right? There's nothing to compare to. And so we're asking our children, we're kind of directing them towards three or four possible answers. And then we're celebrating and we're so proud of them for coming up with one of three answers when they really don't have any comparisons, right? And then they they get the stage. They're so excited. They're not thinking, you know, I'm the third person to say firefighter. And by the way, how many times does your kid look at you and you're mouthing astronaut and then they say, I think I want to be an astronaut, right? Okay. So it's just kind of interesting things that we do. If I'm a good parent, you know what? My child wanted to be a firefighter before your child did something like that. Just little funny behaviors that we do. What are we thinking, right? What are we thinking that, uh, we're so special that our kids are different. Or what are we thinking and asking them to have a favorite and then telling them that that favorite doesn't satisfy us? What are we thinking when we say, hey, listen, what do you want to be when you grow up when there's only one of three possible answers and we lock it in? You know, it's kind of funny, right? Because we say little Johnny, he since the time he was born, he always wanted to be a police officer. No, since the time he was born, all he knew was there was police officers, right? We're so proud. He always wanted to be a surgeon. You know what? Probably that's the only thing he heard, that type of thing. And so this is just kind of funny little behaviors that we do. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break here in just a second. We're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about these ideas of what were we thinking, what was I thinking, and uh, we'll come back uh, to that in just a moment. Welcome back to Counseling on Demand. Welcome back to What Was I Thinking Wednesday. So what was I thinking Wednesday? You know, uh, it's just an opportunity to look at ourselves and not to worry so much about uh, depression, anxiety, scrutiny of what we think. And uh, really, we think so much alike. And, uh, and it's kind of funny the things that we think. It's kind of funny the ideas we come up with. And so we're just looking at human behavior. We're looking at ourselves and Getting away on Wednesdays, we're getting away from diagnosing, and we're just kind of collectively, you know, listening to a podcast about uh, what was I thinking. And hopefully you're having the experience yourself as you're driving or as you're listening to the podcast. Hopefully you're having this experience where you can identify with, like I said, thanking the doctor for giving you shots or thanking the doctor for giving you bad news that you have a 3% chance of living or whatever. Just weird kind of goofy behavior that uh, that we have. So the other one I wanted to talk about uh, really quick, let me just make sure I'm on the right page. I want to make sure I covered certain things. Group behavior. Group behavior, um, it is scary and it's funny at the same time. I have a lot of fun with group behavior. And uh, maybe if you think back and you look at, you know, what was I thinking, oftentimes you were making decisions based on group behavior. We don't like to be the outlier. We like to be part of a school of fish, so on and so forth. So I want to talk about a situation that was just absolutely funny. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Brain Games, but Brain Games is this uh, show that helps us learn about the brain, but in fun ways. And one of the things they did, and imagine this, see if you would be one of these people that do this. So what they did is, uh, this was in Las Vegas, and what they did is they had this called a confederate. They had this confederate and his job was to stand in front of a sign in Vegas that said, line starts here. Okay, that was all he was supposed to do. So line starts here. Very soon, somebody comes up and says, what are you waiting in line for? He says, I don't know. 
I don't know what I'm waiting for. That guy says, well, I want to see what this line is all about. Would you get in that line? Right? There's a line. We don't know where it's going, but these guys are standing in line. Well, the film, you know, flashes forward a couple minutes. 100, 200 people in line. What are we thinking? Right? All these people, they only have so much time in Vegas. Right? And they're going to be, you know what? They're going to use their time. They know how to divide their time. And they're going to divide their time. They're going to pick this as something that they're going to do. And they might even advise. Have you ever done that? Have you ever advised somebody saying, hey, this is a good show. This is, I, I really like this. You have no idea what you're talking about, but you're saying it because of group behavior. Well, it gets better. So the, the people in charge of this uh, of this study, if you will, somebody comes to the front of the line and says, okay, you guys ready for this? There's a little bit of excitement, right? Have you ever been excited even though you don't know what you're excited about? You're excited because the rest of the, the gaggle of geese is excited, right? What are we thinking? So then this person guides these people that waited in line, assuming for a show, some type of Ginzu knife set, something. And this person walks them down. This is old downtown Las Vegas. Walks them down, kind of does this line, takes this line through like this S-curve, right, of uh, barriers, like you're, like you're going to be at a ticket booth or something for a movie. These people go through, and they're finding some excitement. They're thinking it's funny. They're looking forward to what they invested in. And then they go through this limbo line, and then there's this part where they're supposed to jump over this crack. And then there's a little distraction. I can't remember what it was. But then the leader of the line turns around, and the person that came to bring him to the show is gone, right? So imagine that on film. Everybody's looking around now, feeling kind of dumb. What were we thinking? There's no show. There's no explanation. And we've just stayed in line for a half hour because, you know what, we're not going to miss out on, well, we don't even know what we missed out on. Human behavior is funny. Have you ever done that? Have you ever signed up for something uh, just because other people signed up for it? Are you dumb? Are you stupid? Is this about anxiety, depression? No, we just do weird things. Group behavior, let's have fun with it. Let's have fun with this idea that, hey, sometimes we just do things without thinking. We can have fun with it. What was I thinking? So those are examples here on What Was I Thinking Wednesday of just some fun things to think about favorites why do we have them especially if our favorites are discounted and if we don't have our favorites then there's something wrong with us we need to be brave and courageous and pick our favorites so that when we share our favorites somebody can say "Ooh, pizza's disgusting or everybody says pizza you're supposed to have a different favorite okay those things favorite things uh funny things like saying thank you when a police officer gives you a ticket what are we thinking when a doctor tells you you have high cholesterol we thank him for the bad news Right, So those are some funny things we do. And if you've done some of those things, I want you just to kind of think and uh, kind of hear on this podcast, have kind of this collective idea of what was I thinking? What are we thinking? What are they thinking? What are we thinking? What am I thinking? Right, Just a looser way to look at life, get away from diagnosis for a minute. So that was What Was I Thinking Wednesday. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoy What Was I Thinking Wednesday, hey, please leave us a comment. Give us ideas of things that you'd want to hear from and go ahead and rate us. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for listening to Counseling on Demand. And uh, you can find me online at gettingbacktolife.com or on Instagram at Riley Counseling. Oh, 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 oh